And welcome to the 10K Month Podcast for Online Coaches with me, Afro Duritu. If you're new to this, you're probably thinking, who the hell is this guy? Having been in the coaching game since 2016, I know the ups and downs of having zero clients and struggling in the beginning to serving over 80 to 90 clients on a regular basis in my previous coaching business. I've won several awards such as Entrepreneur of the Year at the SME Awards 2020, featured in various publications such as NatWest Business Builder Program, as well as being a NatWest Business Accelerator alumni member. And now I serve and teach online coaches who want to acquire high ticket clients using my unique client acquisition system. So strap yourself in and listen now on how you can grow and scale your coaching business. How to handle objections when it comes to selling online. So let's roll into the show. So when I talk about selling online, I don't actually mean online as in, I mean online as in over the phone. So the common objections you normally hear, I can't afford it right now. I'll think about it, let me ask my partner. You're gonna get objections along that journey. The key thing is how you handle them and navigate them. So we've got some tips for you at the end of the show. But I've been in sales since 2000, the year 2000 in a shoe store, Clark's is when I first started out. And for the first like probably 10 years or so, I was in more junior positions like as a sales assistant, sales advisor, et cetera. But as soon as I started to climb the ranks into like senior sales, team leader, assistant manager, senior sales manager, deputy store manager, etc. All those roles as I climbed up the ladder became more and more about procedures and more and more about managing people, less and less about actually selling on the shop floor, the front line, if you like. And and that's a massive difference. Like if you've ever been in a in a managerial position, especially in the sales space, it just changes everything. You see it all the time. They talk about it in like call centers or any kind of sales environment. You might be a good salesperson, but then when you become a manager, you become a, you're not a very good manager because you're not used to managing people. Now there's a different skill set for that, for people skills and selling skills. But either way, it's a skill. And that's what most people get wrong. They think you're born with it. Some people have more tendencies to lean into it and be better at it at communicating their message. That can be from upbringing, but it is a skill. Now, as I said, as I climb that managerial ladder, then I left in 2016 and started my own business as a coach, entrepreneur, whatever you want to call it. I was just a businessman back then. But <laughs> essentially, I was, I was a business owner and a coach. And then I had to like learn how to sell again, essentially, in the personal training space, selling packages and programs. But in that space, I was a bit rusty. So I had to like up upskill myself over time. So we got into, we got into a routine. This is me and my wife. We got in a routine of the structure of the how we're going to handle the face-to-face um, we call it a coffee and chat back then, um, complimentary coaching session, whatever you want to call it, discovery session, strategy session, all these names means the same thing essentially. You're trying to get that prospect to become a client. In that process, we had loads of different tools and anchors and things we'll do. And it was over time that got better and better and better. And our close rate was about 70 to 80%, which is pretty good for local business. So 80% of the time, 70 to 80% of the time, someone walked through the door, they're going to be a customer of ours which is valuable, a very valuable skill to have. That skill you can carry anywhere. So as I talked about online, face-to-face or Zoom, everyone's in Zoom now. So, but the key things are, what do you need to know? So this is why I've got some top tips around selling because like selling is like going to the gym. You need to get the reps in, get the practice in and be consistent. You can't be in sales and be great one day and not great the other. It's like working out, you can't, you know, do two weeks at the gym and stop for four years and expect to get results. 
So here are my top tips. I think they're five, six today. Top six tips. Cool. So number one, be prepared. So you've got to be prepared when it, have a list of objections. I've already I've named some objections already at the start. But the common ones, you know these already. I've given you three already. But there's so many, there's so many more objections. But most of these are very common. So you can do some research on this. You can Google it. And you get loads of insights. You can ask people who are in sales. You can use that as leverage. You can use the experience you've had on a sales call. When someone tells you an objection, you write it down. Take note of it. But you need to understand and be prepared that common objections are there. So pre-handle them beforehand. Think about them beforehand. Prepare your answers beforehand. Okay? To an extent you can. Now, the next bit will kind of compensate for some of that because you can't practice everything. But the second point is ask great questions. So when you ask great questions, you get great answers. Do not ask questions. Obviously, you might say, how's your day going as an intro to you know, build a little bit of rapport, but that's it. But don't get into like the weather, the dog, holidays, and go way off track. If you ask clear and direct questions that warrant great responses, then you're going to move the conversation forward. Now, that selling is an art and a science. The science piece is when you ask that question, you're going to know 50% of the time what the answer is going to be. Because I said, common objections, objections, common answers. Number two, it's an art. So why is it an art? It's an art because you, you learn the other 50% of the time you need to navigate through that conversation. So the science bit is you give you ask a great question, you're more likely going to know the answer 50% of the time you know the answer. With the other piece that I said, the art bit is how to navigate when you get an answer you weren't expecting. Now that is an art and that's why it's a skill. Okay, that's number two, ask great questions. Number three, never get personal or confrontational. Now, I've had clients who will say they said X, Y, Z to a, to a, a prospect. I'm, I'm in horror of most of the stuff I've heard. And a lot of this is just because they take it personal. Now, business is business, personal is personal. Obviously, don't mix business with pleasure, but you you know, that happens sometimes. But that's a different topic for a different day. Don't know where it's going with that, by the way. <laughs> Off on a tangent. So, don't take it personal. So, when someone says, I'm not interested, or I don't like what you said, or whatever it may be as an objection, don't take it personal. Respond by saying, like someone says, you're way too expensive, that's ridiculous. You go, yes, I am expensive. You're right. And then ask a question. That diffuses the situation. Because more than likely, they're not expecting that kind of response. So you need to say calm and collected and respond in an articulate manner. So agree with them. Yes, I am actually. I am expensive. And then you can say, because XYZ deliver XYZ result. How do you feel about that now? So you ask another great question at the end. Okay, so that is kind of point number three. Number four, no. What do you mean by no? Don't be afraid of no. <laughs> it's part of the process. You go into here knows. Nobody has a 100% close rate in the world. The best salespeople in the world will tell you that. The Grant Cardones of the world, the Spencer Lodges of the world, all those salespeople, Jordan Belford, all those people who are king of sales will hear no's. But it's how you react to those no's. How do you respond to them? Do you be deflated if you get a no the first call you have of the day? You're like, oh, suck at sales all day long. Or you're the person who goes, cool, that's a no, no worries. And move on to the next one. All right. So you need to have that mentality and that resilience built in because you're going to hear no. So be prepared for no's. It's okay to hear a no. It's part of the journey to success. Okay, number five, talk less. 
obviously there's a podcast show, so I'm doing all the talking here. But normally, if you're hearing my guest on my show, I won't speak as much. So you'd be like, oh, Afro's quite quiet. I'm quiet because I'm letting the guest speak. It's the same with a prospect. So when you have a prospect, you should be doing 10 to 20 maximum of, of the amount of speaking. They should be doing all the speaking. You ask a question, they speak for a few minutes. You ask a question, they speak for a few minutes. It needs to be that way. If you're speaking and speaking and speaking and speaking, it's almost like you're selling your offer to them. They need to sell it to themselves. Okay, they're the first person they need to convince is themselves. So you're just talking and talking and talking and talking, benefits, features, it does this thing, it does that thing. You're hard selling. People generally don't like that. Don't be the pushy car salesman as the typical place is known to be. There's great salespeople, there's car salespeople as well. I've had them. But don't be that pushy person. So talk less, ask great questions. Because the minute you talk too much, you start to lose control of the conversation. And nobody wants that. And the last piece here is take notes. Take good notes. The reason why you want to take notes is because it allows you to articulate the message back to that prospect. When they say certain words, they say it in their own head. Like Farah had a prospect the other day and she said she had lost weight, but she still got a fat mind. She said that, Farah didn't say that. So then you can go back and ask those questions. Why do you think you have, why do you call it a fat mind, for example? Then she'll explain some more. So you're using those notes to then be able to articulate the message back to them to confirm what they've said. And that makes them feel like they're being understood and heard. Plus, it also looks good when you're taking notes. It looks like you're thorough. It looks like you're, you're listening. And that's the most important thing. Most people want to be heard. Not many times do, do people open up and share their biggest worries. And if you're a coach, that's what they're doing. They're opening up. Even if you're not a client with you yet, they're opening up and sharing with you a little bit of their world and insights. So you might have people crying on you, depending on which industry. And obviously, break down. You might have all kinds of things. But what in that process is going on, you're taking clear notes that helps to move the conversation along. So just to recap, so number one was be prepared. You know the common injections, so handle them. Number two, ask great questions and you get great answers. Number three, don't get personal. Don't take it personal. Don't be confrontational. Number four, no. Get used to saying hearing no, it's okay. Number five, talk less. Okay, talk less. Don't talk too much. Don't try and sell yourself. They need to sell it to themselves first. And the last one is take good notes and make a world of difference. It did to me. I'm going to implement that about a year ago. Game changer for sure. Then my top tips on how to handle objections when selling over the phone. So I hope you enjoyed today's daily dose. If you did, let me know. Send me a message, A-F-R-O-N-D-I-R-I-T-U. You find me on LinkedIn, Facebook. Those are my main two platforms. I like to always say, I'll catch you guys in tomorrow's daily dose. But before I go, you know what I'm going to say. Take control of your life before life takes control of you. Woo! Now, how would you like to grow and scale your coaching business? If you're not earning enough right now, you're probably not charging enough. And you're definitely leaving money on the table. In fact, without an irresistible offer, it's simply not possible to charge what you're worth. These are the exact same strategies I use with my private clients. If you'd like to learn a little bit more how you can create your own irresistible offer, then I've got a free five-part mini course which breaks down each of these key elements. In this training, you'll learn lesson one, the big secret from going to charging hundreds to thousands so you can finally charge what you're worth. Lesson two is the biggest five common mistakes when it comes to building an offer and how you can avoid them. Lesson three, how to price your offer and hit 10K a month in sales and transform lives at the same time. Number four, 
how you can give your offer an irresistible signing name so you're not just seen as another coach. Number five, the nine key steps to validating your offer so you can launch your offer knowing your dream client will buy it. So if you want to learn about this training, head over to www.afrodirito.co.uk. That's A-F-R-O-N-D-I-R-I-T-U.co.uk for the latest training. Let me say it again because it's a tough name to spell, I know. www.afrodirito.co.uk or head over to the show notes and click the link there. And I'll catch you guys in that training session.